Hello and welcome to Food, Booze, and Good Times, a podcast about food and drink in Oklahoma City and also about other stuff. This week we take a break from deciding where our fast food chicken sandwich allegiances lie, Popeyes or Chick-fil-A, to talk with frontman Jose Hernandez about the new single from his project, Jay and the Bishops, and a little bit about the Oklahoma City music scene as well. Have a good time. All right, let's talk about chicken, and then let's talk about chicken sandwiches. Okay. I've never had the chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. You've never had the chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A? I've never been to Popeye's. And you've never been to Popeye's. Okay, well, then what are you doing here? What are you I don't doing really here? love just a big piece of chicken on a sandwich. Okay, that's fair. Um, I don't normally gravitate towards a chicken sandwich either. I'd rather go for some tenders. Yeah, I don't have tenders or nuggets. Tenders, tenders or nuggies for me. Yeah, yeah. If, if you haven't been on Twitter today, if you haven't been on the New York Times today, if you haven't been on CNN Breaking News today, <laughs> if you haven't been blasted in the middle of the night from an emergency alert from your iPhone, if none of that has happened to you, you probably don't know that Popeyes and Chick-fil-A are feuding. They're having a war. On Twitter. They're having a chicken feud on social media. And it's over Popeyes' new spicy chicken sandwich. On a brioche. On a, bri- on a brioche? Yeah. You've done the research? I've seen it. Okay. But it's essentially Popeye's sort of copying Chick-fil-A, sure, right? Sure, And so it's kind of started this war. I think it's a conspiracy organized by both parties in order to raise brand awareness from for all of them. You're going to have your Popeye's fighters. You're going to have your Chick-fil-A fighters. They're all going to rise up and they're going to just clash together. It's going to explode and we're all just going to get covered in hot chicken. And it's going to be the end of times. It's going to be dark. Covered in hot chicken? Everybody's going to be covered in hot chicken. Wow. Um, But I would like to introduce a third party into this mixture that sort of trumps the whole feud in general, in whole. Kane's Chicken Fingers Mm. dominates both restaurants involved in this battle. Agreed. Well, I've never had Popeye's, but I'm still going to agree with you. Okay. Kane's is king, and there's really no debating it. I'm sorry. Kane's is Um, king. Hit me up on Twitter. If you think it's wrong, McCain's Chicken Fingers is the king of fast food chicken. If you don't have one in your local area, I'm sorry, you should move. So Yeah, you're missing out. So really, all of this is irrelevant. I had Cane's tonight. I, I, we had a meeting today at work. This, we're, we're really veering off today. Wow. But we talked about Cane's this morning at 9.15. Wow. This whole Twitter feud happened around lunchtime. I came home for dinner and had Raising Cane's chicken. So it's been a chicken-filled day for me. Chicken, chicken. Chicken, chicken, chicken. What combo you're pick, you picking? The, the three finger. The three finger. I'm, I'm a box combo guy. You're the box guy. Yeah. So um, anyway, hello. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Zach. My name is Julie. And uh, this week we talked to Jose Hernandez. He's a musician here in Oklahoma City. And uh, we talked to him about his new project, Jay and the Bishops. It's a fun, upbeat, funk mm-hmm. project. Yes. And uh, he provided us with a single from this project. And uh, you should follow them on Instagram to keep up with all of their news, mm-hmm. dates, songs, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we talk all about that in the interview we had with them. Uh, it was a great talk. And he has some great ideas about not only songwriting and being a musician, but also marketing music, live mm-hmm. music, specifically in Oklahoma City and sort of in this digital age and how it's sort of all changing mm-hmm. and it's ever changing. We talk about how I feel like it just changes every year. There's a new way to market a band, you know. Um, but it was a great talk, and he's a great guy, and I'm I'm very excited to watch 
what he's going to do this year. Um, he talked about a plan that they're sort of putting into place, and I'm excited to see where that takes them. Mm-hmm. They're coming off from their fre- his fresh uh, Woodstock 1969 celebration concert. Uh, we went to at the Myriad Gardens on Saturday night. What an amazing show. It was fantastic. It was a good time. I did not expect to have that good of a time or to ha- mm-hmm. to see such great musicians. And um, it was fantastic. It was so You got good. a flower crown. I did. You got your face painted. I did. And you got braids. And I got braids. There was one food truck. Let's talk about that for yeah. a second. So one food truck, um, when we got up to order, he apologized. He said there were supposed to be other food trucks, but they backed out. Well, what a shame. Yeah. So I guess there were supposed to be three food trucks. There was one food truck. And well, um, excuse me, there's one like dinner food truck. Correct. Everything else was popsicles. popsicles. They had the cookie dough truck. They had um, um, a couple of other like dessert. Yes. Snow cone mm-hmm. style trucks. Mm-hmm. The only place serving like dinner food, hot food was Yum Yum Bites. Yum Yum Bites. Which Yum Yum Bites did the best they could. They sure did. And they're uh, cranking that line out food. Was backed up. I wouldn't say cranking. I well, would say, but I mean, uh, they were busy back there. Uh, what's, what's the word for being for slow cranking? Turning. They were turning. <laughs> they were turning uh, the food out. But uh, the show was a good time, and we talked a little bit about that, about how Jose was involved and he was mm-hmm. performing, and kind of the story of putting out that to, all that together. Um, we talked a lot about OK Sessions, mm-hmm. which he's very close with Christian, who has been on the show before. But uh, it was really cool. I want to do. I want to do more of this stuff and have people mm-hmm. in here that aren't necessarily in the restaurant hospitality scene, right? Circle, but still part of Oklahoma City, but still making an impact in the city Mm -hmm. in the um, sort of creative uh, food could be considered creative, a creative outlet Um, and just kind of sort of contributing to the culture of Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. And the music is a big part of that. He, he's letting us drop his single. That's right. Uh, before we play the interview, I'd like to drop Jose's new single. This is from Jay and the Bishops. This is Pretty Baby by Jay and the Bishops. Here we go. Father, 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 yeah, I'm losing my mind and I think I'm 
shout out to your father, 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 father. Teeth pulled today. Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, I went to go get a checkup, just kind of like a regular checkup, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna have to pull this tooth." And I was like, "Cool, I'll make an appointment next week." Like, no, we gotta do it today. And I was like, "I have a couple of gigs like lined up. I have to make sure I'm like gonna be able to sing." But it was so quick and easy. It was weird. Yeah, very. So it was impromptu teeth pulling. Yeah, I was, wow. I was. I felt like a little nine year old again. Just like, <laughs> yeah. The lady was like, "Are you? Are you okay? Are you gonna be fine?" It's like, I, I think so. Do I look nervous? He goes, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Wow. It was a man. <laughs> Mammoth of a man comes in with these vice scripts and just, you could hear the crack. <laughs> and oh it was, God. Uh, oh, I was no. like, God, oh, my Yeah, that's get terrible. It. Just get it out. Get it out. Get uh, it. That was my day. And I've been <laughs> that's pretty amazing. much riding on that high all day. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so it's been pretty cool. Uh, we saw you on Saturday, actually, at the Myriad yeah. Gardens. Yeah. That was so awesome. What a show that was. Oh, was so that was good. crazy. Yeah. We, so, uh, OK Sessions put that on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we've had Christian on this show before. Oh, actually. sweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so. He's um, actually my roommate. Really? Oh, yeah. oh that's amazing. Yeah, OK, that's yeah, I, I was in a band with him in college. Oh, no He way. played keys in our band. And if listeners of the show know this, because we talked about when Christian was on here. But um, it was like a, a pop punk kind of like post-rock Oh my gosh. weird mashup thing that's that I, cool. I sang and played guitar in. And he played keys. And we wanted to have like, you know. Um, an ox guy, you know what I mean? Just to kind of put like whatever in the background of stuff. And uh, we were like 19, you know, and so imagine 19 year olds trying to like. <laughs> Couldn't imagine 19 year old yeah. Christian right now. So. <laughs> I know. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of running jokes we'll talk about uh, after the show. But um, no, I really love what Christian is doing um, for, the, for the live music scene. Yeah, it's amazing. So uh, let's talk about that 1969 show. So that show kind of came <clears throat> up um, kind of three weeks ago. It was an opportunity oh. he had been handed to him by the Mirror Gardens. And uh, and he kind of had about three weeks to put everything together. And oh, my gosh. There was yeah. moments where I was like, I don't know if this is going to work out. Like, we're just cutting it so close. I never would have guessed you had a short notice on that. No, me neither. You guys did awesome. As tight as the band was, as tight as yes. the production was. because they were so good. Yeah. And we were able to ride off of their talent pretty much. Uh, they were the amazing. The band was yeah. amazing. So it was a lot of fun. It was, we didn't, ex- I didn't expect there to be as many people as there were. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they turned on the lights on the phone, I, mm-hmm. like it all just 
lit up. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that was a great moment when, when they had a, a us pull out cell phone, yeah, the cell phone yeah. lights during. Uh, what's what track was uh, that? Have have a little help with my friends. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, it was intense, man. So who are those those singers? Those singers are pretty prolific around here. Yeah, so Rod Porter is a R and B singer. He sings a lot with the church band, which is what Christian kind of is his yeah. band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spunk uh, is Eat Ray. Uh, Adam Ray's in it, and a couple other guys. Garrison occasionally. Garrison Brown will play with him. Um, pretty much the same band. So they're kind of all learned the same songs. So, mm-hmm. so he plays with them a lot. And then Shonda's kind of been around forever, and she has the biggest voice in yeah. the world. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that lady... It was amazing. And I felt like up. she didn't even have to try hard. No, like, she doesn't. It's just like, that's normal for her. Yeah, she just like, she kind of does this and she'll just kind of... Yeah. Just this giant voice <laughs> yeah. will come out. Yeah. Yes. Just kind of just, you know, turn up and... And so that was awesome. Sometimes I forget how good she is because um, then I'll just look over and go, oh my God. Because mm-hmm. she was singing Janice... Oh, all yeah. the Janice songs that she was singing kind of she'll phenomenal. Like just screech it. She'll mm-hmm. just like do that thing that Prince does sometimes. Like, ah, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, then you have Kahlo. Uh, she ended up kind of uh, playing more of the rock and roll songs, and that was my first time meeting her. It was pretty intense. It was pretty awesome. But it was a great show. It, and yeah. I honestly I didn't know what to expect. I, I didn't even realize that OK Sessions was doing it until I showed up. You know, and I was it was a delight. And Christian was up there, he was the hype man. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, everything. He, he was the everything. <laughs> songs that he wasn't even playing on. He was up there just like yeah. killing it. And um it was an amazing production. Um but let's talk about Jane the Bishops. Jane yeah. the Bishops. This is a new project, it's right? A new project. So it's a kind of the the getting away from the folk Americana style, just kind of more of the I think that in my opinion it kind of came about I don't know. I think people got tired of that sound. And I kind of saw it coming. And I've always kind of had... I've always loved, like, Prince. I've always loved Rick James. I've always loved Parliaments, mm-hmm. the Commodores, <clears throat> you know, Funkadelics, totally. things like mm-hmm. that. All that, like, 60s, 70s funk. I loved. Yeah. But never had a chance to... Really, and I would write songs occasionally. And then be like, well, it doesn't fit this mm-hmm. folk Americana. Mm-hmm. So like at one point I think I just brought uh, brought a song to the guys and we just started jamming on it and I think it just from there we just kind of started writing songs like that. So we thought it's so different than what we were doing before. We might as well just rebrand everything, re- take re- new photos, make it a band since we're all kind of writing together. Um, and this kind of came about that way I think. Uh, nice. I think people just want to dance, have a good time. I think yeah. you, you guys experienced that at the Woodstock. Oh, yeah. oh it was awesome. Yeah. The energy yeah. was crazy. Yeah, they, we so. were. It was up here the entire oh, night, yeah. and mm-hmm. I think that's what I want to do with Jane the Bishops. Just kind of keep it up there and have people walk away from a show and go, "That was an experience." And that's easy to do with funk, right? Oh yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and that's the best part. It's like it's danceable. It's like, like built. Mm-hmm. It, it's built into the yeah, genre exactly to, like, for a fun night. You know, yeah. just get that bass and yeah. the, you know, just kind of on that one. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that it's a natural thing that people like to do. And I don't know, I really love it. It's been fun so far. We've been kind of getting weird with it and kind of experimenting with a lot of different sounds, yeah. a lot of different um, progressions. Kendrick McKinney, who did, who actually he was the director. Okay. That whole Woodstocks thing. Gotcha. He was a piano player. He mm-hmm. kind of directed everything as a band director. Well, he's in my band, and so he pretty much has been kind of leading it towards that that route. And it's just a freaking genius. Um, and so I'm excited to see. Hopefully, people like it. And yeah, for sure. I mean, we listened to it today. Yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah, pretty baby. Yes. I listened yeah. to it oh, three yeah. times in a row on my way home. Yes, <laughs> I awesome. just kept pushing really play. Yeah. Yes. 
I loved it. That's yeah, what for sure. I want to. So is an album coming? Uh, well, we're going to be dropping a couple singles. Okay. Cool. There was an album, but at some point, uh, we didn't expect the cost. Uh, you know, as mm-hmm. far as like sure. some of the songs were costing a little bit more than we thought, so we mm-hmm. had to kind of back up. I mean, so we ended up doing just three songs, and so we have Pretty Baby, we have a Tell Me What You Want, which is the next one, which is going to be kind of more of the Motowny style. Okay, cool. And then we have a uh, Drowning, which is an older song that I wrote a while ago, um, that we're just that we we redid, and it it's kind of has more of a a slow love kind of sway to it. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so it's chill. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got three of those, and then in October we'll be in the studio, uh, and this, we're gonna knock it out in four days. Five songs in four days. Yeah, that's the way to do it for sure. It. I used to run with some of those guys actually. I've oh shared, really? I've shared the stage with Ryan, Magnani, and uh, Birdo. Oh what? So I used to play with Chase. I played with Chase for like I don't know, maybe half a year. Okay. Were you in the villains? I was in the Company Men. <laughs> which turned into the villains. Yeah. I was briefly a villain, but mostly a company man. Mostly a company man. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> I feel like it should have been, he should have made patches for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I'm actually a, a company man. Yeah. I'm actually a, a half and half. <laughs> a full percenter. Um, and then, awesome. you know, I, I was in a band with Chavez a long yes. time ago yes. as well. So like I'm, I'm familiar with it, so like I see, I see all these guys posting about it all the time. Well, There's so always got a projects. Killer setup in that room over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting back into it. I just bought a MIDI keyboard too, Heck so yeah. kind of get a little digital with it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get myself one as well. I, well, I can recommend this one. Oh, really? I'd yeah. have to see after this because I, yeah. I haven't really figured out. It's anything pretty neat. Yet. Yeah, it's like there's a certain range I'm looking at, but for sure. So what, uh, what's the live show like? We kind of talked about it already, but is it like? You know, if, if you have 19, the, the fest that we just saw it versus like a trio, what's the vibe? Is it how how big of a production you got? Um, we're going to try to do kind of the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, big so vibes, big band. Big, well, hopefully, not, not the trumpets, maybe some auxiliary okay. stuff. Christian is, uh, he's kind of helped me out with like figuring out exactly what the vision would be for that. He's really good mm-hmm. at seeing mm-hmm. the big picture. But totally. I mean, essentially, I'm going to be backing off on guitar, and I'm just going to be straight up front man. That. Oh. oh, nice. And so, That's awesome. Uh, that was kind of like, that night was yeah. kind of my first night of really just playing with that yeah. and seeing what that was like, which I liked and I enjoyed. It was a little n- nervous, but because uh, you, can, you can hide behind a guitar pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It's super easy For to sure. be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to look cool and, and kind of you know swag a little bit. But, yeah. But this is going to be that. Um, I, I hopefully it's at the same level as that, at the same intensity or in, intensity as that. Um, so I mean, that's going to be kind of a live show, just seamless transitions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the just like staying up at ten and, and not yeah. stopping. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Just, Saturday night party mode, right? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. and I, I'm still, we're still all on that high right now. Yeah. Like oh, uh, yeah. Christian's still like man. Can't believe that worked out so well, and I was like, I don't know, what a crazy night. But uh, that's pretty much. I mean, that's the plan, you know. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, you know, it doesn't work out. But uh, I think it will. I think that's the songs are there, and I th- I believe that with Christian's help, we can we can kind of like make that happen. So. Yeah, for sure. What do you think about the music scene in OKC right now? What do you think is missing? What do you, and also well, what do you think is going right? Well, OKC, OK Sessions is what, what has been missing for a long time. Mm-hmm. For sure. What is going right. I think that, um, man, I've always said this, in, and I've never understood why, but there, 
There are certain sounds that get. I don't know how to say this. That sound like a jerk. Um, there are certain <laughs> things. There are certain scenes or part of the scenes that are very niche or like very ex- only exclusive to the a certain fold of people. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which not only does it make the other musicians feel like crap, but it also makes anybody else that's wanting to participate in that also mm. feel like they're not welcomed. Mm-hmm. Totally. What I've realized is that that's the biggest issue with Oklahoma City and music scene is that. It's always in a certain corner. Like, you're either red dirt, you're either folk, you're either indie, you're either rap, you're either, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. R&B. Like, and it's it's become to a point where nobody really goes to shows anymore because they're not having an experience. Everyone is here. Everyone, yeah. anytime I go to a show, anytime I play to a show, unless it's with, like, bands I know, which most bands that we that we play with, like, are really cool and chill and, like, they understand they're here, we're here to have a good time. Yeah. But when it's a band that I don't know and the, there's this feeling of competition. Mm. Yes. This feeling of just, like, I'm going to do better than you. We're not going to promote the show. We're just going to promote ourselves. And I think that's the biggest issue. And the thing that I've learned from Christian, just, you know, and just seeing OK Sessions grow from from two years at Saint you know, Saint Sessions yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to where you just fill that place up every freaking Friday night to where it's at now is that he's made it to where people are welcomed into the into that fold like you know, I, I believe that's why Woodstock did so well is because it had this appeal of like everyone is welcome kids you know families whatever bring them on I think that is a really important part because there's such a there's a huge number of people that don't get to go and experience that stuff and I think if they did experience it we would have a better scene people would come out more often you'd be able to play a show at Speakeasy and fill that out more mm-hmm. frequently than you do now and I think a lot of that has to do because sometimes, uh, I don't know, so just the immaturity of it, it's like we should all, we're on the same team. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know? I've, ex- I've experienced a little bit of that as well. Like, kind of the last time that I was in the scene, everybody sort of sounded the same. Everybody was exactly. like doing this local natives, yeah. young the giant yeah. type sound. And it was like, okay, that's cool. And then like maybe 10 years before that, I was like, everybody sounded like My Chemical Romance. And it was like, we're, guys, we're not going to go anywhere. No, we're not. We're not moving forward. You know, you got to I mean? have funk bands. You got to have rap. Yeah. bands. you got to have R and B bands. You yeah. got to have rap bands. You got to have you know folk, red dirt, rock. I don't care, metal. Yeah. Like you have to have all that for it to be a sustainable scene. If you're just you know, like you said, at one point we're all. Everyone was just like, man, I want to play with a lot of freaking delay on my guitar yeah. and just <laughs> ding, 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 exactly. ding, 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 and just freaking delay the crap out of everything. Yeah, yeah. and that's cool, and, and it was fun, and it was great. But I think that that's what children. I shouldn't say that. That's what. That's what. That's what. Uh, that's what, I don't know. That's what. Uh, dang, <laughs> Go I for it. Put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> that's an idea that that that's based upon like wanting to be cool for the sake of being cool, not mm-hmm. for wanting to make yeah. music yeah. and mm-hmm. make people feel mm-hmm. experienced. So. Yeah, and that's a crappy part because we have so many talented bands, so many talented people in this Absolutely. scene. I mean, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have just as much to offer as Tulsa does. As you know, Dallas, Austin, hell, even Nashville. To be completely honest, there's so much talent mm-hmm. here. The fact that people don't go out to the shows is so surprising to me because there's just so much of it. Like it's everywhere. Do you think um, there's also a venue problem? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's a gap a little bit, right? Because you have the Criterion's and you yeah. have that size. You have the Blue Note, but you, there's, I mean. There's not a ton in the middle. And you have like the speakeasies, but the speakeasies Speakeasy, have, a, yeah. have a hard time getting people to the show because people, well, I mean, I think that everyone wants things for free. Oklahoma has yeah. it. Every mm-hmm. Oklahomans are just weird like that. Like, we want it for free and yep. we want it right now, which is insane because we're from Oklahoma. 
That's more of a, like a New <laughs> yeah. York thing. Right? right. Sure. And I think that uh, that's a big issue. But um, yeah, I mean, there's only like four, like three or four of them in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have the deli. And that's that's normal, but still, I'm right. that area. Delhi, and you have Speakeasy, you have 89th Street Collective, mm-hmm. right. and you have, totally. uh, there's one more. I and mean, hopefully that's not three. Oh, and the Blue Note. Yeah, yeah. the Blue Note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are only four, and that's like mm. that's which the Blue Note has surprisingly good sound. It does. Do you know that? I love. Do that you feel place. that way too? Oh, I love that place. It's an amazing place. It's. I just always felt like, man, this sound sounds way better than. But people I feel get like it so should. mad when bands start playing there because yeah. like, it's way too loud. Guys, got to turn yeah. it down, man. It's like mm-hmm. this is a freaking show, dude. Like, yeah. I know you're here playing pool, but right. this is a venue. <laughs> like, enjoy the music. Just chill out, yeah. you know. And uh, so I think that's a big issue. I also think that. Um, it's not business sad like it's not business savvy it, we're not creating opportunities for bands um ticket sales yeah. is a really big issue right bands i've always mm-hmm. heard like mm-hmm. and i always felt this too on occasion that ticket sales are like a kind of like the no-no like oh mm-hmm. we can't sell tickets like no one's gonna come to the show but yeah. i think that if you can like christian has done this he's figured out a way to do that and he's figured out a formula and it's possible it's just a matter of putting in the time and money and paying people to make to do the marketing yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the designing and the push of the whole thing, and I, th- I mean, that's pretty much what it is. We don't, we don't function like a music city. We just function like a bunch, like a bunch of bands in a city. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just kind of like such, such talented people that are just sort of lost. They don't really know where how to find the next step or anything. But I think like what Christian is doing, he's also sort of. Um, this has ended up turning into an interview about Christian. Well, he's just a big deal. Yeah. That's fine. He's a, I think he's amazing, man. He's making a big impact. But like the mar- like the artist has to have some marketing knowledge, or at least somebody consulting them on the PR on on mm-hmm. how to sell that music, how to sell the show, and, and all that kind of stuff. Which I think it's another thing that was missing. You know. So how 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 do you approach that? Well, the marketing aspect. And the marketing it. aspect, it's been like, I mean, again, Christian yeah. has taught me, and I know this feels, I know that's, you know, it's about Jane the Bishops, and, and that's fine, but I think that this has to do a lot with Jane the Bishop, about Jane the Bishop, because mm-hmm. he's pretty much set the idea. It's like, you should do whatever you want to do, and do it to the, to the capability where it, where you're pushing so hard that you're making, you're making money off of it. Like mm-hmm. you're doing the the process, the marketing. So what we would do beforehand, it would be simple. Like book a show a month before, right? We blast Instagram. We do it. We'd invite a ton of people on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. And just for the next two weeks before, we just do nothing but blast everybody. That never worked. Nobody, yeah. I mean, it yeah. would be like, oh, great. Another invite. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. No, I'm not yeah. going. Getting real tired of this, Jose. Stop <laughs> inviting us. And I think what Christian has kind of showed us now, it's like you have to come out with the entire package. Like we took those photos, you know, mm-hmm. it was and it wasn't his idea, but it was pretty much like he was like, essentially, you got to come out with a good brand. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as you put those photos out, people were like, oh, my God, what is this? Is nobody said anything. The logo is so cool, by the way. Well, yeah, Billy Machinsky. Billy Machinsky. Oh, he's we know a, Billy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Billy. Yeah. He made that. That was it all him. so cool. Oh, isn't it? I it's freaking. It. It, and I feel like it fits the genre of the music. Oh, it, you saw that? Yeah. And if you go down. I'm pulling up the grid, yeah. the Instagram page with the it. grid. like Yeah, like this. And that's kind of like the whole idea, the mystery of it, right? Yeah. And just kind of building a campaign over yeah. that. And luckily, we had Billy Machinsky that had just does, mm-hmm. does a great job at design. Luckily, sure. we were really, you know, lucky to, um, to have a friend that just is an amazing photographer. Uh, and that helped us out a little bit. We're, we're, you know, those are kind of the things that we've de- we've developed those relationships over the past year. 
But I mean, uh, now we're just kind of building on that. We're building, we're releasing a single, right? We're going to mm-hmm. wait another month, release another single, possibly a video. Yeah. Doing that third month, you know, with the ending of that, uh, the the drowning song, and then we're gonna go at that point. Hopefully, by then we have our five song EP. Mm-hmm. At that time, have hopefully garnered enough attention to be able to s- do well enough and sell that yeah. CD at live shows, and you know, to where mm-hmm. we can make a little extra cash. Um, and then really just kind of using, essentially, OK Sessions, uh, paying them, and you know, doing what every every normally every mus- every band in a big music industry city does pays for marketing. Pays mm-hmm. for you know for design, and has analytics around that, and are able to pinpoint who exactly is who that wants to listen to us, and then just be like, hey, you know, here's Spotify for free, listen yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's kind of how it works right now. Who knows? It's so new, right? It's like the, it's like I feel like every year we're talking about a new area of music business, but it's just kind of the way it is. Like a new platform comes out, a new new software, a new way to sell your music comes out. And it's like, you're just constantly evolving and constantly mm-hmm. trying to figure it out because it changes so And often. it makes it really easy for other people to get along, get yeah. to it as well because, yeah. you know, it changes so much that people mm-hmm. are just like, oh, I can't necessarily stay on this. Yeah. I can't box this in and make it mine. Mm-hmm. So as a, as a changing new people that are just making beats in their room and, mm-hmm. and just literally putting songs, like Little Nas that literally just took yeah. that song. Yeah, Paid fifty dollars and made almost you know two million dollars off of that one song. Yep, I can't believe it. And that's insane because he <laughs> yeah. did such a good job at his marketing. He just figured yeah. out who he was mm-hmm. and how to make people, how to like just essentially be honest and show that to viewers and uh, whoever. I mean, the smart guy that that saw that was able to make some money off of that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is it frustrating to see that? Not at all. No. I'm excited by that. Like yeah. I don't. It's never. And maybe when I was like super super like immature about things sure I think, like when you, know, you were young in college or whatever it's like when i was yeah. like 23 bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bitter at the world just like why can't my songs do anything why come yeah. how come i'm not like getting a million plays well because like you know you're not working hard enough mm-hmm. and there's a job and you have to bust your ass to do it can i say that yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. um you have to do that you know yeah. it's like so it doesn't really bum me out it kind of excites me when i see someone that has never touched an instrument but can make a badass song yeah for sure on a midi MIDI board yeah. and just yeah. put yeah. it out and it'd be this amazing Like thing. Rick Rubin. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that Rick guy Rubin. really can't do anything, but he's like one of the most prolific producers yeah. ever. And it's you know, insane. It's, it's weird. I mean, there are people that amazing. take door sounds. Yeah. That make, yeah. I think I saw a video on Instagram <laughs> once and I, I watch all these producers because this is, I think this is where this is going, but they'll take this door sound and they'll be like, cool, we got five producers, you know, make five written songs. And they all make five different freaking songs. Yeah. They're all bangers. They're not just like, oh, yeah. this is cool. Like they'll mess with the tone. They'll mm-hmm. they'll switch over their their little whatever f-ing thing that that is, and they'll do midi stuff, and yeah. they'll throw this over here and that, and then they'll have some singer sing over it or rap over it. Yeah, I, I'm excited about the future of music. I think that's where uh, it's supposed to go. I'm reminded constantly from Christian that you know the music industry is only 80 years old, and music's oh, yeah. been around mm-hmm. for 10,000 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's exciting. Still technically in infancy, yeah, almost. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? That's so weird to think about. Where's it going to go in the next twenty years? Who yeah. knows? And it's like you know, hopefully yeah. we're alive by then. But you know, <laughs> it's nuts. But uh, yeah, I think that's that that, that whole scenario kind of just sparked that Jane the Bishops thing. It was just like, well, let's just be us. Screw the idea of folk in America. Screw the idea of trying to be a red dirt band in Oklahoma. Who cares? Let's say what we want. Yeah. We want mm-hmm. people to dance. We want people to have a good time. And let's just do that. I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. 
This podcast started out as a food podcast. Yes. Hence the name, Food, Booze, and Good Times. But we've been having people like Christian and a few other people who aren't in the hospitality scene or known for being in the hospitality scene. So that's kind of how we landed on... The good times. On the good, the good times, yeah. right? The good times is open to interpretation. Yes. Right? So that's kind of how like we're getting into music, we're getting into some other stuff. We had yeah. uh, Jesse and Anna, they, they run the library in the Paseo. Um, but we're just trying to just highlight people that are doing cool stuff in Oklahoma City. Yeah. You know and I think I mean? stuff so, like this is so important to, yeah. to the Oklahoma City scene. Um, I think we need to have more bloggers and more podcasters mm-hmm. and more people mm-hmm. that are actually saying what they what they think about Oklahoma mm-hmm. music because what we only have like a handful of people that are saying what they think in their opinion, but they don't really go to shows. Right. 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 You know, I mean, I love those people. Mm-hmm. But I never see them at the special thumb mm-hmm. shows. I don't ever see right. them at bad joke shows. You know, I don't see them when audiobook got played. You know, their release. You know, I, I speak easy. What, what you? But well, I think what, the, what we need is people like you to go out and talk about the culture in yeah. Oklahoma, mm-hmm. make yeah. it better. You know, by just having an opinion on it. Absolutely. We want to do more of it. Yeah. I think you should. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. Now it's <laughs> my turn. So what kind of? <laughs> well, I want to talk about food because we can't oh. have. A episode right. of Food, Booze, and Good Times are talking about food. I'm going to take wanna... it back for one second. Go ahead. Four or five years ago, we saw you play a So Far show. Uh, with Chelsea Cope. With Chelsea Cope. That That's was right. Our, That's right. That was a while ago. It was in a living, a living well, room. Like a living room. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> was that in, was like that in Edmond? The most intimate show you'll ever be at. Yeah, it was in Edmond. Yeah, there was, was like 15 people there, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it, it was a it was a weird it was a weird experience that being that close. Yeah. You ever get like so embarrassed? You get like the heat. <laughs> you feel like the heat yes. on your face. You're like, man, I hope I'm not blushing. Yes. Thank God I'm brown. <laughs> Nobody will ever know. I mean, that's kind of how. It yeah, but it was a really cool show. I love yeah. that stuff. I guess what is it like playing like that and then playing the Woodstock show? Oh, man. Is it like a different kind of nervousness and a different kind of <sighs> rush? I gotta be I, more like a rush. I gotta yeah. be honest with you. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to convince that many people to do what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I've realized than it is to convince fifteen people this yeah. is good. I don't know why that is. I think well, your odds are greater, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like three thousand people. Ten percent of, 10% of yeah. that having a good time. That's cool. Ten percent of fifteen. Not yeah, is weird. Not, <laughs> not gonna have a good time. Like oh, this guy sucks. Uh, I felt like that. Yeah, it's like one point I was thinking like. I was kind of waving my hands in the air, and I was thinking, are they going to do it? Oh, my God, they're doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I got to weird. Yeah. I wonder why, and Garrison, uh, our roommate, was like, probably because they they saw that other person do it, and they yeah. felt like I should be doing that, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it yeah. is, yeah, I think that it was, ah, I don't know, it's a crazy experience. I don't think I'll ever do Woodstock was just really just kind of yeah. uh, a special moment for yeah. the entire, everyone that was there, I think. so. Definitely. But, All right, we can go back to food now. Let's go back to food. All right. I love food. What do you like? Oh, man. I love so many. Okay. So I like, there's a new, okay. We this a new t- Thai place called uh, Lotus Thai. Okay. Okay. I, not, I haven't heard of that oh one. Oh, man. Yeah. You guys love, love Thai food, though. Yeah, oh, we it's do love okay. so food. good. Okay. okay. It's so good. Um, it is in the Asian uh, food. Oh, okay. Where court. Super Cow Win is. Yeah, Super Cow Win. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's for sure. in the, or it's okay. in like corner of it. Okay. Gotcha. So that's a cool place. Gotcha. I really like to eat. I like Asian food. I like, uh, there used to be a Szechuan um, uh, Chibaki Bistro, which is also another, it was like a okay. Szechuan style Chinese mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Spicy. Yeah. Like the, And then there's also the Korean Taste of Korea. You guys, oh, I just love <laughs> stuff like that. I love Asian food. It's my so favorite. you're into Goro? 
I have. You're into pho? What is it? It's Goro's ramen. 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 Goro's ramen. I'm, you know, I love Jeff. I love ramen. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little, it's a different, it's different than Tamashi's. Tamashi's is a little bit more my my lane because okay. it's How does this come up every episode? I know. We're Goro about versus Tamashi like, comes it's not, up They're actually all best the friends. Yeah. yeah. They're like really good friends. Yeah. So it's like, you know, no big deal. But I People have strong feelings about the two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know? And that's how it is in Japan. It's like, no, this one's yeah. better. That one's better. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to Gun? I have not. We went a couple weeks ago. It's very good. Was it you very have good? You to check it out. Oh, okay. yeah. It was delicious. You got to check it out. Is it, I hear that it's more like a uh, uh, grill. Yeah, it's like small plates. Definitely. Like um, skewers. Shish, yeah. yeah. Or shish kebab. Shish, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got some Japanese hot wings. We got, I got like what? a little barbecue, like a Japanese barbecue sandwich, pork. Like with the little buns, the warm yeah. buns. I love the warm buns. And, really uh,. I mean, I'll tell you this. It was essentially a $150 appetizer. <laughs> okay, can we be honest? That's Because I was hungry. It's like... $150 appetizer? There were four of us, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's like Chicago or something. It's like freaking you, Portland. You got to eat a lot of food there to get full. Let's just say that. Okay. We went to Oso afterwards about two hours later. See, we that's what I feel like. <laughs> I get the idea, and that's just my opinion. But you can't be charging like that's a lot yeah. of money for appetizers. Like you could have gone to yeah. I mean, I mean that's the concept, right? It's tapas, but I mean it's Japanese, but like yeah, you know, it's small plates, it's shared plates. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe we just didn't do it right. I'm not sure. It, delicious, like honestly. Oh, I'm sure. So best good. food, like, some so of the best yeah. food we've ever yeah. had, but quantity. Can I? Do you, can you do you get yourselves a favor real quick? Uh, yeah. Go to Taste of Korea. Okay. Uh, it is amazing. It is a small little place. It's okay. You know when you go off of Reno. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, by the I McDonald's. Know looks, look, I know it looks oh, like a hole yeah. in the wall. Um, yeah. But you guys have no idea what is. Okay. I mean, oh my god. I love Korean food, so it I drive so by good. and I just I've always assumed it was an old business that has got has closed. <laughs> no, no, it is thriving. They have a crazy okay. lunch rush hour, so I'd say like go either like later in the day or like right at eleven and get there. I need to check it out. Man. Because you work close to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to go. And just order, don't be afraid to order whatever you... Th- I mean, I would say, like, there is a dish that has a giant fish in it. Okay. And it's just just giant <laughs> bowl. And it's like, I don't know what kind of fish it is because I don't even know what the heck's in there. But it's big. <laughs> everything, and they serve it with you. They serve a bowl of rice with it. So bowl of rice and you have, like, this giant dish. And then just give you a ton of pickled, oh. a ton of pickled nice. like vegetables. I love yeah. anything pickled. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! And I, I just, I at some point you feel kind of high <laughs> from just the endorphins shooting off your head because how good it tastes. Oh man, we have to go. Let's see, that's yeah. that's a definite one for me. Okay. See, I like places like that because mm-hmm. they're just they're just they've always been there. They've been there before. It was cool to go right. anywhere. Yeah. Totally. And so yeah. they just know what the hell they're doing. Like yeah. they don't care about anybody else. Like they're just doing what they want. So that's what I would say. Uh, I'll try. I think I'll check out Gun. I don't. I think yeah. I'll just have it's one yeah. appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> we'll tag him. We'll tag him. Yeah, I actually used to work at uh, Agora for like a week. And oh, then, really? Yeah. For just a week. <laughs> got out of there. Are you a cocktail guy? A beer guy? A wine guy? Um, what do you go for? I like Pilsners. I like crappy PBR, but I also like. Uh, Vanessa House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the lively. That guy's yeah. awesome. I've always been a fan of man of Anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the co- the cocktails wise. Arbolada does some pretty damn good. They cocktails. do. Oh, they Arbolada really has great do. cocktails. Uh, Skyler, he is. I think he's the one that put everything together there, and uh, that guy's a genius. Um, 
I used to have like the and I used to work there too. Uh, I used <laughs> nice. to have this um, pina colada arbolados that they used to call mm. it, and they had a uh, they had this uh, other tequila like base. But it, it was pretty much like pineapple chard. Okay. And they would like mix like sweetener or whatever sweetener they found and with like vermouth, and they would just like grind it up, mm. and they'd like they'd have to sit there enough like with paper, you know, fist, yeah, filter filter it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could literally drink that oh. by itself, and it was yes. so pretty. Definitely sounds like an arbolada thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I took it off the menu. I was so mad. But arbolada is cool. I, I love, I love, uh, I love cocktails. Uh, RJ's has a uh, what is it called? The, the, the last something. It's oh, a, uh, I know which one. We about. were just there. Yeah, it's green. It's green. Uh, the last stand or something like that. Corp, no, Corpse Survivor. Corpse Survivor. That's what it was. Yeah, okay, Corpse Survivor. Survivor. I was going to say, don't they have like that grasshopper drink that's like yeah. exclusive to them or something? Uh-huh. It's oh. green. With the mint. It's like creme de mint. Bright green. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. It's minty. It's minty. I like, yeah, I think it is minty. Yeah. Kind of like a little, kind of has a dry, like, kind of tea. Yeah. 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 See, that's my kind of stuff. I love the vermouths. I love Campari, Negroni. It's my drink. Oh, You know, yeah. so I'm all about the bitter, like, strong stuff for sure. Are you a, uh, let's see, what is that? What is that? Uh, freaking. You know what you want to talk? I'm trying to think of the name. I just freaking it just slipped my my mind. No, I'm bombing. What what's what's in it? Well, just one drink, and it's supposed to be for your stomach. Um, oh. Oh, Fernet. 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 I don't like yes. it. Yes. No. Yes. I'm down no, with it. I, I can like I can do it. <laughs> Fernet. I'm down with it. I can do a what shot is it? of it. Fernet, you know what I mean? Bronca, yeah. Fer- yeah. Bron- Broncos. Fernet. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I, I know. Can, yeah. Yeah. I, I used to hate that for some reason. <laughs> At Arbolada, we take. Family shots of that. Yeah, oh I've always gosh. known it's like the bartender thing to do. It is. It's just like the crew to take one yeah. before a shift or something. We would do it all throughout the shift. Yeah, there you go. There's sometimes I'd, man, I'm freaking drunk and we're working right now. <laughs> Luckily, I was just a bar back. But. That's, uh, honestly, that's my dream. It's never going to happen. I mean, I, I guess it could maybe fire tire. Just open like a tiny little bar that nobody knows, but like the size of this dining room. Yeah, I think that'd you be, know what I mean? I think that's so cool. That nobody knows what it is. Mm-hmm. There's no advertising. There's no like signage, nothing. And you just make badass drinks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll do that when I'm like 60. Oh, you should. Okay. That'd be a great way. <laughs> that'd be cool because like you could, it's only you you working and maybe yeah. one other person and it's yeah. just like you don't have to really deal with like the crazy employees that mm-hmm. like to get drunk and drink your booze. It's really just you doing that. It would have yeah. to be super expensive drinks yeah. to, to pay for to maintain <laughs> low volume of customers, but like hundred dollar cocktails. Dude, I feel yeah. like I would I would totally be into that. Yeah. Maybe like a barbershop, you know. Yeah, What's like, up? Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, exactly. How's it yeah. going? Yeah. <laughs> Throw me down that grasshopper. I think I'd have some rules at my bar. <laughs> okay. I get very irritated when mainly older women go to like a nice bar, like Bar mm-hmm. Arbolada. Yeah. That have like very nicely crafted cocktails, and they order a vodka water. Oh, or Isn't they the order worst? a Coors Light, and then or they say we don't even carry Coors Michelob Light, Ultra? and they get yeah, mad. Michelob and it's like, but you don't have Michelob Ultra. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have Bud Light. It's essentially the same. Yeah. So I don't know. I would want people to like come into my bar and no like, well cocktails. Be like no vodka sodas, no Jack and Coke. Be like ex- experience like what a craft cocktail truly is, yeah. and like have their there you go have their drink building on it. Be, yeah, here we go. Building be enlightened. <laughs> so there you go. You'd have a different no one. Red Bull vodkas. What? I love Red Bull vodkas. <laughs> <laughs> you can go. There's a time and place, you can go right? Oh, yeah, there's a time and place. That. Exactly. Like, Go to go to Speakeasy. Go to yeah. Edna's for your yes. uh, give me a double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your five dollar right. vodka water double. Exactly. 
Oh, no, I, think, I think that's Ugh. super cool. Uh, I, it's funny. I have to. Do, so I wait tables, which is this week will be my last week. Wait nice. Tables. Thank you. But uh, a lot of that, like, you know, very nice Nichols Hills, like yes. in mm-hmm. their 40s. Yes. You know, their husbands are <laughs> Chesapeake dudes. Right. Yeah. Can I get a Michelob Ultra? <laughs> Sorry, man. We don't have Michelob Ultra. But did you just have it 30 or 20 years ago? Man, it's been open. I know. I know you were here when you were 16. But just please listen yeah. to me. We don't have any Michelob Ultra. What? This is crazy. I'm going to talk to Gail. All right. Well, you, you, you can go ahead and talk to Gail. She's over there at the bar drinking her cocktail. So yeah. go for it. Yeah. I, I did see somebody complain at Pony Boy because I didn't have Coke. Which Dude, it's like, what are you complaining about? Yeah. yeah. Why are you Compl- a pony boy? Complain about like, you know, not getting I don't know, your food done right. That's 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 right. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's I mean, totally different. But yeah. it's like you don't got coke, shut up. It's like going to taste Korea and being like, Why do you guys have, che- have cheeseburgers? How do we know have it's like <laughs> yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. You I love that. <laughs> I love when somebody walks into that kind of restaurant. Hey man, you got cheeseburgers, sir? This is an Italian restaurant. <laughs> you don't have cheeseburgers? Oh I like, like chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Remember I worked at Starbucks, somebody ordered a diet coke in the drive thru. Like, man, you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's spitting it. Oh, cool, give it to Coke at Starbucks. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, yeah. This is uh, this is this has been great. Let's talk about the single real quick. Just kind of wrap yep. up on yeah, yeah. any shows you have or anything like that. Where can people listen? Um, it'll be on Spotify and iTunes. Um, we were waiting on shows right now because we're trying to. That. So we don't have anything for anybody to listen to. So you want people mm-hmm. to be able sure. to listen to yeah, it and be totally. like, oh, I like this. Let's mm-hmm. go see them. So we're going to wait on that. Um, so no shows as of yet. Cool. Um, but yeah, uh, Pretty Baby will be out on Spotify and iTunes 20th, August 23rd this Friday. Mm-hmm. And share it with everybody. Totally. Yeah. yeah so it exclusively debuts here. Yes. And then it goes to everywhere on Friday. Everywhere Spotify, on Friday. ITunes. Everywhere, even to your mom's house. Awesome. <laughs> Send it to your mom. Send it to your mom. She'll love it. And follow Jay and the Bishops on Instagram. What's the handle? It's uh, Jay and the Bishops. Okay. Super easy. Mm-hmm. And cool. then you got, we also have the Facebook, Jay and the Bishops, and then Twitter, Jay and the Bishops. Awesome. Um, hopefully, we're going to do a good job of keeping all that together. Yeah. It can um, be hard, right? Uh, it's Social just, media? We didn't even talk about that. It's just hard to like how that, yeah. delegate stuff to people. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, for sure. sometimes people don't. You know, do what they're supposed to do. So, <laughs> so I have to do it. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, thank you for coming by. Thank you for having me. A lot of fun. And uh, goodbye. Goodbye. All right. That was Jose Hernandez. Uh, big interview with him. It was a lot of fun having him on. Um, just want to say thank you for listening and that this has been Food, Booze, and Good Times. And you can follow us on Instagram at FBGT Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Zach Stabler with an H. Um, also on Twitter at Zach Sabler. And I'm doing some big things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big things. Yep. You can follow me on Instagram at Julie B, B-E-E. And uh, look out for the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been Food Boozing at Times. I'm hungry. I'm hungry.